fun bros, speedrunners, noobs, and leets, welcome once again to the Idiot Gamer Podcast. Ladies and gents, welcome back. It is the first Idiot Gamer podcast since 2019. It's uh, it's a terrible year. Welcome. Hey. Welcome to the first podcast of the awful 2020. Uh, we have the entire crew, I think, pretty much here. We've got John physically with me. Hello. Uh, we've got Scruff in DC. Hello. We've got Manjul on the other side of Reading. Hello. And we've got Andy up there in the wilds of Oxfordshire, up north. Hello. How so, gents? It's it's a pleasure to have everybody back. It feels like forever since we've done this. Uh, how's everybody feeling? I'm all right. I'm yeah. all right. Um, About yeah. life in general, or yeah, I just want to get a feel for where you are, Scruff. <laughs> Yeah, you need, you need to clarify how we're feeling about one particular piece of information. There's, there's, there's too many things, aren't there? There's just too many things to feel oh, about yeah. at the moment. Well, yeah, I think so. It's it's either lockdown or Brexit or Trump or <laughs> video games or films. Well, there so. you go. Okay, let's do that. Let's talk. Basically, about video here we games. go. So basically, basically, given how dreadful everything is mm. in the entire planet of earth yeah. um I'm, I'm i'm all right <laughs> in context yeah it's fine i'm fine yeah <laughs> terrified but fine yeah there you go I, I, I have i have started stocking up now oh have you like you stockpiling and stuff we're well, not stockpiling yeah well yes i am stockpiling but not panic buying because i've been okay. accruing it over a short over a long period of time have you got a cupboard um, just full of toilet paper Basically, yeah, and I'm going to put put it in a box under the bed. Uh, to so basically, I'm a what do they call them preppers? I'm a prepper because um, we've got we've got another lockdown coming inevitably, and we've obviously got the the disaster of a of a no deal Brexit coming as well. Yeah. So yeah. so we're literally not going to be able to buy food. So yeah, so that's what I'm doing. I'm going to get some. I've got I'm three get kilograms of pasta. Yes, good. The mate. government assured us that there would be sufficient food. <laughs> I mean, oh, I was saying they very sure to send weekend. Yeah, Fine. I'm gonna go and get like epic quantities of Parmesan cheese, mm, brie. <laughs> yeah, get some brie in. Yeah. Right, let's talk about video games. We are gonna start with a. Uh, but I want to talk about cheese. <laughs> me too. Who doesn't want to talk about cheese? Let's talk about what we're playing this week. So, one thing I'm. Good, we're just gonna get straight into this because there is for those listening in. There's some controversy within the group uh, because. Since the lockdown started, uh, John and I, who have been long-time haters of Miyazaki and From Software Games, have kind of got into From Software Games. And this is actually Mandel's fault, because he was playing uh, some Bloodborne and some Dark Souls a few months back and was like, chipping away, it's pretty good, guys, it's pretty good. And we had nothing to do in the middle of the lockdown, so we thought, fuck it, we will buy Bloodborne. And it was cheap as well at the time, it was like 12 quid or something. So in we went with Bloodborne, amazing, and we absolutely crushed it, and John got good. Yeah, well, we I, both kind of got good on Bloodborne, didn't we? Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd actually say you, you got, got good, gooder than me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so my, my, my experience with Bloodborne was interesting because I, I actually bought it myself like two years ago, played it for about 15 minutes and just gave up. Yeah. It's too, too hard. <laughs> But the lockdown I think, has, I think has the done. Word you were looking for 
it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get to we'll get Sorry, to, you'll get your on. chance. But I think the lockdown has done strange things to me. <laughs> it it's made me like these types of games quite quite a lot actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I think that might be because they're, they're actually more optimistic than the current situation we're finding ourselves in. Even, even Bloodborne, I mean, that's depressing, isn't it? Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got this Lovecraftian horror in like the Middle Ages, and, and we're just going, yeah, that looks nice. I wish I could go there right now. It's escapism. Well, it definitely is that. And so, what we basically have turned from massive haters to fanboys in a period of like six months mm. to the point that. We finished Bloodborne. We beat we beat Bloodborne, which is pretty good. Uh, we then played Sekiro. Well, actually, John almost exclusively played Sekiro, so I, I was just in the passenger seat. I, d- I don't understand why you didn't want to. to it have looked a... really hard. But it it's it not really really hard. It's not easy. I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, no, I've 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 really really loved Sekiro. Actually, I think it's uh, for me better than Bloodborne. Born, really, I think I I just prefer I prefer the uh, um, Matt Matt's running away. <laughs> Matt's had enough. Matt's had enough. <laughs> He's done. Uh, I I I prefer the combat. I think I think that's the main the main thing. The the whole deflect. Get out of here, Jono. Yeah. Get out of here. Better than Bloodborne. All right. Get you out. did you did you did some Sekiro though, didn't you, Matt? I did, yeah. I don't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed Bloodborne. So I've I've got a middle ground with this. I I, I hate Dark Souls too. I dislike Dark Souls. <laughs> I I really enjoyed Dark Souls three. I thought that was really good. Um, Bloodborne, I love. Sekiro, I I had a tough time with. It's it's one of those games where you'll either be good at it or you won't. Yeah, it is because next level it, difficult. Sekiro. Well, it, it relies solely on being able to parry. And, and yeah. I I don't play Dark Souls games where you parry. <laughs> Look at Andy's I, like, I always annoyed. do a build where you're just rolling away or, or like walloping someone with yeah, a giant sword. Yeah, yeah. And so as soon as you're forced to go down the parry route, I couldn't do it. it, and it does. I am I am I am not capable of engaging with any game that has a parry mechanism. <laughs> no. just, my, my my brain does not work in that no. kind of way. It just uh, I just can't play those games. And, and that's what I mean. It's like with a roll, you roll away, and it doesn't matter when you do it. With with parrying, it's like a quick time event. It's like you've yeah. got to press the button within that little tiny window. Otherwise, you're going to get wallet with a giant timing sword. Timing is crazy, but you um, should have seen the look on John's face when he first got a couple of deflects and a death blow from it. It is. Unbelievably satisfying. I, I think. I think that's. I, I think that's the 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 big thing for me is how satisfying it is when you do eventually get it right after trying to fight a boss like fifty times and dying every single time, and then and then finally working out the guy's attacks and slowly getting better and better and better. And I said it, and so I'll attest to this, but I said it. Every time I started a boss, I would die within like 15 seconds. And I'd be like, this guy's impossible. I'm never going to beat him. Yeah, literally everyone. And then and then somehow I managed to do it, apart from kind of a little bit stuck. We haven't moment. technically finished it yet. So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and it, it changed the way, I guess, the enjoyment that I get from video games. Because you know me, I tend to not want any game that's challenging. 
I have. I fucking hate challenging games. I want to have like an escapist experience, and for it to be nice and look nice. And then you play this, and then all of a sudden, like what it looks like doesn't really matter anymore because mm. we've just started playing Dark Souls One. No, <laughs> it bloody looks, better not matter. It looks, it looks like, like an absolute. Like shit. Oh, it does. It looks Dark like a Souls piece of shit, one. but it doesn't matter because that's not what the game's about. The game is about learning how the how it works and beating it. And learning the mechanics, and that's the satisfaction. The satisfaction isn't like in enjoying like an like an experience in a way. It's a challenge. It's 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 a totally uh, different. There thing. are there are more enjoyable ways of challenging yourself <laughs> than badly put together <laughs> games based on the most excruciatingly cringeworthy law. It's it's horrible. Oh, the law is actually the, the law is actually pretty amazing. We we realized that after we finished Bloodborne that we'd missed so much stuff because we'd just been like breezing through it and mm. not not paying attention to all the bits of stuff that we picked up. If you read the law and everything, it's actually pretty cool. Like uh, there is a uh, lot going on. I think I think uh I think the uh, particularly the storytelling in Bloodborne, it's just a lot more subtle than I think gamers are used to. You know, the, the gamers are used to to having a very clear thread of a story that leads you down a certain path. And Bloodborne doesn't do that at all. And Sekiro, Sekiro does it better, as in it's a more traditional story and it's a lot clearer. But yeah, there's more told through cutscenes and stuff. Yeah, right? but Bloodborne in particular was very subtle. You could easily miss stuff if you don't play it in quite the way that Miyazaki meant it to be played. Um, but if you take the time it's it's just a it's it's a really it's a really good way of telling a story and not and not holding you by the hand basically and and leading you down a certain yeah. path and you do then get yeah, those I, like it, go on Matt like bloodborne it was right up my alley because of that it was like yeah. that whole lovecraftian mythos and yeah. um, when you're dealing with lovecraftian themes anyway it doesn't matter whether it makes sense or not because it's all bonkers anyway <laughs> so i i think that like was far better for me than Sekiro was. I I'm, I enjoyed the point I got up to with Sekiro, but it's not the game for me, I don't think. Yeah. So so there you go. I mean, Andy, look, I understand where you're coming from, and I was exactly where you were before. But now, and, and the other thing yeah, is, the, I would never, ever play this on my own. I don't think I'd play any of these games well, on my own. You have to play it with somebody else. I, I don't think I would. I don't think I'd have the, the determination yeah. to fight a boss 50 times. Yeah. I would have given up ages ago the problem I is i think i'm gonna side with andy on this because <laughs> i played like two hours of bloodborne and it's just okay i i understand why people like that level of challenge and difficulty but good god i can't even get past like this little side <laughs> monster that appears very early on in the game and he's just like hanging out in a corner somewhere and it's, i tried him at least a good dozen times and just never felt like i was getting anywhere so i don't know what i'm doing wrong i yeah, don't that, that's want that to look guy. it up i don't want to i don't want to be the player who has to go look up every single time to try yeah. to figure out what the hell am i doing wrong what am i missing here i think Matt, i know the guy big, you're talking big, about is, is that, that a big chubby guy with an axe yeah yes that's yes. the one yeah ignore that's him one. ignore him you don't have to you don't have to kill him just ignore him <laughs> yeah. ignore him tougher but I heard oh, he's not as. I thought Sai told Sai told me that he's not as bad as the very first boss I'm actually going to oh, meet. Oh no, I was thinking about a different uh, guy. So that, that's terrifying. I, I was thinking about a different Ignore guy. Him. I know the one you mean. Yeah, and I, if yeah, you I go do down well. there and you you beat him, 
that you don't get anything for it. I thought there was going to be some sort of little treasure chest or something. Yeah. There wasn't. No. It was just really no. hard for the sake of it. Yeah, that guy, <laughs> so, that guy um, is just a signpost to you. I think what that guy I'll, I'll, is doing... I'll give it another shot, but here, yeah. God. No, th- that no, guy... You have, kind of have more valuable things to do with your time. <laughs> I have a lot more valuable games to play, probably. <laughs> you, you do. There's absolutely no... Look, look basically, Jono and Sai, they... The the basically this the dreadful dystopian world that we now live in has completely shattered their expectations of their own human lives that they are now willing <laughs> to accept a much lower quality of life, a much lower standard of enjoyment because everything is so bad that they're actually willing and able to play through games that they actively hate. But because everything else is so dreadful, <laughs> these games that they hate actually feel a little bit like something that they vaguely remember as being enjoyment. And that is the only so, reason... Look, look life is a rich tapestry, Andy. They themselves up for torture by playing a torturous game. So inevitably <laughs> when they get carried away and, you know... You know you know, put but, put on farms and you know made to work the fields. <laughs> you know, that, that, that basically that they're gonna, yeah, yeah. So that this this is an early form of torture before they're strung up, essentially. Yeah. But the diff- the, Grunder, the, the difficulty and the challenge is is also makes it all the more uh, satisfying when you do then beat that that incredibly tough enemy. Because we've had like boss. jump off the sofa like moments with that. Oh, I'm sorry. There are there are loads of delightful and really enjoyable difficult games. You don't have to play a terrible game to get that level of satisfaction from beating it. Such, if you want as, if you want a difficult what, game, Andy? play Celeste. Celeste, play Celeste. Hmm. Celeste Andy, is incredible. It's beautiful. I am, it's wonderful. I am kind so much of... fun. I am kind of with you here, but actually I started enjoying Dark Souls and Bloodborne when I stopped approaching them as RPGs. I stopped approaching them as action RPGs and I started approaching them as platformers because I, I, like you, I really enjoyed Celeste. Um, And actually, if you play Bloodborne where you go, okay, it's going to be hard and hard. What I've got to do is learn at what point people will jump out at me, what Mm. time I've got to attack, what time I've got to jump out, and then just try and get to the next checkpoint. And, and actually, and, when you view it like that, it's exactly the same as a platformer. And just that, a is, that is fine if the actual process of playing the game was in any way enjoyable. Oh, but it but is. there is literally, there is zero enjoyment in playing. Have a, have it's a, a slog. It's painful. It's horrible to look at. It's, have, it's horrible. Have a go. Have a go at have a go at Sekiro. Honestly, I, it's uh, for me more satisfying combat. It looks way better than any of the other. It is a nice soul. I'm prepared. To, I'm, I'm prepared to give Sekiro a go because it because it looks better. It actually looks like it's for once. It looks like they've <laughs> built a game that's been constructed competently. And so so I, I'm prepared to give that a whirl. And I so I do... I'm going to give Sekiro a final kicking, which is just the fact <laughs> yeah. that in Bloodborne and Dark Souls, I, I like it. I really like it. It's just not for me. But um, with Dark Souls, you could go in with like two or three weapons and you can switch between them and have a lovely time mm. with Sekiro. It's like, well, I've, I've got, a, I've got a sword that that's it. I, that, you're not, <laughs> and your little nonsense that you get on your arm, but quite frankly, they're very dull. So, uh, John yeah. always forgot to use that. It's the uh, entire mechanic yeah. of the game that John if, never used. If there's too much going on, I, I get a bit, I get a bit muddled. 
It's yeah, I I keep it simple <laughs> basically. Uh, no, I, I again, I get I get your point, uh, Matt, about Sekiro. It kind of it kind of pushes you down a certain path, and you have to play it. It in felt that. a bit more linear. Yeah, yeah, and just just the way that you play it. And whereas, although we've only just started playing Dark Souls, I think Dark Souls has more flexibility in the gameplay as in you can play it in different ways you can parry as well there's a parry yeah. mechanic or the... i'm actually getting quite into dark souls yeah, now. It's good. i'm feeling it right so that is the that's the from software situation andy's not happy but the, you know what can you do what can you do what have you guys been playing andy what have you been playing um most i mean last three weeks no month five weeks now isn't it four guys pretty much there's exclusively no time in the world anymore you what? Sorry, there's no, there's no time. time. No, no, you're right. No, no. Um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, almost exclusively for guys. Um, nice. It's uh, it's hilarious. I love it. It's it's equal levels of maddening and in you know just hysterics laughing. Um, yeah. It's 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 brilliant. It's it's challenging. It's difficult enough. Like it it drives you around the bend because you look on the internet and there are people who you know like. Uh, half is the half as far through the game as like, the leveling system as I am, but they've won like fifty rounds and I've still not won yet. Um, <laughs> oh, but honestly, honestly, it makes me laugh so much. I love it. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. I it's agree. Fantastic. It's fantastic. Is that what you've been on, Scruff? Oh, you've been playing Avengers, right? What? Yeah, I've been playing Avengers. I've yeah. played a little of Fall Guys. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. It's good times. Uh, yeah, no, I've been playing uh, a good bit of Avengers. I just finished the main campaign of it, so now I'm in kind of their end game territory, which so far it's okay. It's nothing spectacular. I can definitely understand now more so the comparisons to Destiny uh, in terms of just it's just kind of, you know, here, let's keep doing these kinds of missions over and over again, where I'm already starting to see kind of the same uh, rooms and areas and textures just kind of repeat themselves, so you can kind of, uh, you know... Okay guess you know what it is you need to do or what the next room's going to look like um i don't know how long i will stick with it we'll see how much i enjoy this kind of like powering up uh that the game expects you to do but i gotta say just playing it like it's it's really kind of satisfying like just you know each one of the heroes they actually genuinely feel powerful in the way that they're supposed to feel powerful so that was really kind of cool to see and the main story campaign was actually pretty decent overall um the story kind of fell apart a little bit in the middle it very much felt like it was one of those games where they had a story in mind and then maybe you know halfway through development they were like oh we need to pad this with a couple of extra missions Uh, and so they just kind of randomly just shoved some story content in there because there were a couple of things that happened that just like that doesn't make any narrative sense. What the hell just happened? Uh, okay, I'll roll with it. And it happened like that a couple of times where it felt kind of like the narrative was just kind of chopped off or not really thought all the way through. But then like when they actually have like those big story moments in the campaign, it's actually really, really well done. I was really pleased considering, you know, like the initial impressions that you know all the gaming websites and all the forums and everything they were like oh my god this game looks like crap it looks like it's going to be awful but it's overall it's actually very satisfying i've been very pleased with it so far nice what's the is there potential for the multiplayer stuff for for us do you reckon uh yeah i think we could we could i think we would enjoy it. It, it it's like i said it's it's one of those games where like the play itself feels very satisfying 
you're basically killing the same kind of robots over and over and over and over and over and over again. So there's not a whole lot of variation of, of the type, you know, of activities you're doing, but just, you know, if, if you like just that kind of, you know, somewhat tactical beat em up games, then, you know, yeah, it could be good fun for, you know, the four of us or yeah. however many want to get together and just do like a little strike team here and there. But, you know, it, it really kind of depends if that's kind of your type of game or not, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. I, I do fancy giving it a try, to be honest. Andy. I'm 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 very I'm very happy to see that they've kind of put a lot of effort and energy into a story for that for, for that because that would have been very easy for the for them to have um just gone down the kind of the the, the destiny or the um oh Christ what's that shooting oh the one terrible one An- well anthem oh division division yeah. Oh yeah, anthem and division. Yeah, but anthem in particular. Um, but just where where effectively you are already going through the grindy process when you're playing the story mode. They've just put a very very sprinkled a very loose story on top of it, which actually really doesn't. Do you remember when we were playing the division? We were we were we were playing through the story mode. We weren't paying pay the oh, blindest no, bit of attention no. to the story because it was it was meaningless. No. Division so was just I'm, a vehicle I'm, I'm really for us to have a bit of a chat. Met. That was really what the vision was. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. And, Marvelous. And I think I'd be up for that with the Avengers. I think I think I, I think I'd be up for uh yeah, just a game where we can jump in together, blast around, like shoot some stuff, run, rampage around as the Hulk whilst having a chat and mucking yeah, around. Exactly. I'd be up for that. Exactly. And you're not required to do multiplayer on any of it, which is nice. It's oh, kind of encouraged, like even within the story mode itself, you know, you have the option of basically starting a mission and then firing up multiplayer and getting other people in to play with See, you. I do like but that. it's not required. And the AI is not awful. It's not great at times. There are times like, what, what, what are you all going off and doing? But they're, for the most part, I mean, everybody does kind of what they need to do. So it, I do it, like it's, it. It's, it's got, done well so far. I'm t- I am tempted. Manjul, what have you been on this week before we move on to the next? Oh, episode? loads, loads of stuff. Give us, just, so, just, give, uh... just give us a couple. Uh, okay, so. Um... I haven't played it for a few days, but Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Oh, yeah. Is it as good as everybody says? Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. It's They've done a nice job with it because they haven't just gone, right, we'll just up the graphics and stick the two two games together. They've actually given it some decent quality of life improvements. Um, it looks like a they've added game, some to extra controls from some of the later ones. Uh, they've changed some of the levels. So, like, for example, the shopping mall is now a rundown shopping mall because it's like one from like 20 years ago. So, it's really, <laughs> okay, really well done. Cool. Um, like plus, it, it wasn't like a full 50 quid game it was like 30 quid so okay well has it got it. all the music um, from the original or have they put new yeah. music on oh, it they've put in new ones like i was looking down the, the list and there's like probably 40 tracks on there or something okay, nice. so it's got all the old stuff so it's got like um you know real big fish and goldfinger yeah. and yeah, stuff exactly. like that but yeah. then it's got it's got new bands that i'd never heard of and now i've been listening to them on spotify oh, and they're really cool. good because so. the music is always think... a big part of that it really was. I think I think they lost a couple of licenses. So there's a not not tunes. many though. No, but, um, but like literally two or three. I think they they lost. But yeah, yeah. but I think from what I understand, the heart and soul of the uh, of the original games is in there. Yeah, yeah read, really. Read an interesting thing from one of the devs on it, and they were saying because they were all just big fans of the the original series, um, and they basically went in to the code from the um, from the original games, and then 
brought out the kind of you know the the, the mechanics and the physics and everything like yeah. that and the gameplay code and they kind of picked it apart and they actually lifted and shifted bunches of the code and kind of dressed it up Mm, and stuff like that. And and so at the actual very core of the game, there is still the very core of, um, of the original games that these, this completely new games that have been built up around it. So um, it sounds like they put a lot of effort into it. That's why it makes sense that when I pick this up after like, you know, it's been 18 years since I played a Tony Hawk, well, a decent Tony Hawk (laughs) game. And, um, literally the 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 muscle memory kicked in so like within a couple of rounds i was just like pulling off the same things that i could do back in like you know back when i was a young and but uh yeah it's it's really really well done and what i like as well is they've got all the older skaters on there but they've made them look really old and um, they've got a load of the newer skateboarders in so they've they've got um you know a few of the female skaters you know and one of the transgender skaters and stuff like that so it's really really well well done and and it actually got me to go and watch youtube videos of some of these new skaters and they are incredible so right, uh, yeah. right we're gonna have to move I on am, guys we there, are gonna have to so move just on. very quickly is, yeah. there, is there any multi multiplayer on that i haven't even looked but if there if there is oh, and you get it i want to play that, that. Oh, like, yeah. you know the one with the crown where you've got to like you've got to bump into the other player and you get the crown and then you've got to leg it away yeah. but you go slower than the other person yeah, does <laughs> nice i'll be well up for that right we are going to move on here we go This is the news. This is the news. Uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna do like a quick news thing. I've just got. I'm just gonna ask you guys about the PlayStation Five and Xbox One stuff that's going on. What do you reckon? Are you, we, we're we're gonna buy Playstations, right? We all, are we all. Can we make that agreement yeah. now? Can we join? Join together. I am. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought. I thought there was a butt coming there. When no, you were no, no, that. no. I just want to get um, everybody on board, like on the record. <laughs> what I would say, um, the place the the Xbox Series S, um, I think is a smart smart move. That's the one that's cheaper. It's like it's it's cheaper than a Switch is. Like two hundred and fifty quid. I don't understand quid. what it is. So all it is is it will play Xbox Series X games, right? But it doesn't have the the super high definition that, that the Xbox Series X does. So it's basically like playing a PC game on a slightly crappier PC. Oh, exactly. so not but, okay. but I actually saw someone talking about this yesterday. It might have been... Um, I can't remember who it was, actually. But they actually put up a graph showing... Uh, the distance you sit from a screen and what size yes. the yeah, screen yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. At what point you can tell the difference between 720, 1080, and 4K. And actually, you need to be, like, effectively really close to a, like, 100-inch monitor to notice the difference or something. It is true. So the point is that I think if I didn't have a PC, I'd pick up the Xbox Series S as well. Okay. I mean, mean, I'm obviously definitely getting a PlayStation 5 because, obviously, you know, you guys are on PlayStation. Um... My, all of my other mates that I play video games with, which is like four of them, um, they they are all PlayStation. They're not wouldn't even consider Xbox. So um, that's the case for me. Um, I would consider a Series S for the reasons Matt set out, but they're going to have to convince me with some games before I yeah, do that because um, because you know I'm not, I'm not doing it for Halo. So you know, <laughs> no, I just, I just I, I've I, never got if it. Halo was the only game available on the Xbox. 
I would not ever be interested in it. So, yeah. um, but like I said, I, I can get almost. I think all of those games on PC, and because my PC will run them, I don't see the point. If so. you've got a PC, the Xbox is irrelevant, as far as I can tell. Pretty much, because all those games now have to be PC and and Xbox, right? It's part of the Microsoft store. I think thing. so. Are, yeah. are there any that you can't play on PC? Not that I'm aware of. I don't. I don't know how it works. Microsoft but... do seem to be more keen to open up multi-platform things, don't they? Yeah, they've they've definitely taken a, a shift towards that. I mean, the first shift towards that was basically when every when they first made the announcement that every xbox one game was also going to come out on the pc yeah um i think that's right um and they yeah and, they, and they've done bu- a bunch of stuff like opening stuff up to the switch and things like that and they've just they've just massively kind of they they they, they they've decided that that's not where the money is anymore the money is not in kind of content exclusivity um so but i i, I think they i think sony have forced them into that situation because sony have got the you know the exclusive content corner of the market nailed down because they're willing and able to put more money into kind of you know quality intellectual property to and in, in make it good yeah. rather than you know microsoft's attempt to, has been you know microtransaction riddled crap mm-hmm. um and they they obviously don't want to go down that angle so i think they're just going to try something completely different which is fine because that that at least kind of opens up choice yeah. Um, for, yeah, yeah. For, the, for the general public, uh, I yeah, think. Agreed. I think that's why I like, you know, I think the PlayStation is just pretty much a given for me is because actually I do like all of their exclusive content. There's nothing really that Microsoft has put out, particularly in this past console generation, where it's like, oh, I have to have that because I can only get it on an Xbox when I can, you know, play it on a PC probably or, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll... Yeah. So at this point, I don't have any urgent need to get an xbox series x or s i may get one eventually if when the price comes down inevitably but for yeah yeah for immediately it's like all the console games that i want to play are going to be on playstation so also stupid name so they've got to live with that uh have we got a well, new section if, if you look at it you've got xbox series s which is xbox ss so they're clearly going for the neo-nazi market <laughs> 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 well, there you go. You heard that first conspiracy theory. to God, don't give the white supremacists any ammunition here. They don't need any more ideas. Make America put Xbox again, Matt. <laughs> so, no. But, no. but to be but to be fair, if they if if they were going to choose either platform, they were going to be Xbox. Yeah, that is Always. true. That's just yeah. what Xbox people are like. Right, we are going to move on to a new section, which I lovingly call Twat of the Week. Looks like you're about to get pwned. So, this idea is basically that I just want to uh, bring up any particular twats that have been in the video game world. Is it, this is partially going to be ending up being just commenting on Jim Sterling videos uh, <laughs> because he's doing the, he's doing the legwork for us. So I was going to say this week's twat of the week is going to be five oh five games, and I don't know if you guys have heard that story, uh, but yeah. it's the same old shit yet again. So is this control? Yes, exactly. Go on, Matt. You can tell us. No, no, I don't know. I all I saw was Control Five Hundred Five, and something about them like making people pay for an upgrade or something. Yeah, but, go on, Andy. So what, 
so what well, so what they did is um about a year after control came out so if, maybe a few weeks ago um they announced that they're going to do control ultimate edition um and control ultimate edition if you buy control ultimate edition it means you get the you get kind of a free pass to the upgraded version on PS5 when PS5 comes out. So the, the kind of remastered version when it comes out. Um, but they were saying that you, if you had already bought Control, even if you had all of the deluxe versions and all of that kind of stuff, um, you would have to buy the ultimate like version as well to get the upgrade to the the PlayStation 5 version. So there wasn't even like a bolt on or anything like that. You'd have to pay a yeah. game that you paid 60 quid for until you have to pay an, until another 60 quid. They for. yeah. They released uh by mistake they opened up like an online download thing that basically showed everybody they could just get the new version updated <laughs> into their existing game. What? So it was one of these things a bit like when there was uh, the change in Anthem that actually made the game fun to play. They called it a bug and removed it. And that's exactly the same thing with this. They basically said, oh, no, that was a mistake. That shouldn't have been the case. But now everybody knows that their thing about there being a technical reason that stopped this happening was bullshit. And it was just a double so dip. Yeah, because that was, that was their line, wasn't it? So their, their, their rationale and their explanation as to why the if you already had bought control first time around their explanation as to why they couldn't let you just upgrade for free, having already paid for it was that um, there were, there were a variety of different blockers in the way because of, of, of all the various different versions of control that they already released in the first time around, like the deluxe version, the DLC package, the, the basic package, there was, there were too many, and this is their, their terminology, there were too many blockers to prevent them from being able to allow everybody to have access to the new download. And therefore, they couldn't allow any of them to have access to the new download because it was all too difficult and complicated. And then, as Sai said, they accidentally, when the Ultimate Edition was in the shop, it was there available. So rather than saying purchase for people that had all of the old versions... They, it was just there to download. So their argument about it not being technically possible for people to download, it was absolute bullshit <laughs> because they accidentally left it unlocked for all of those people to download that content. And so a bunch of people did. And then also a bunch of people who didn't realize that and had then gone out and bought the, the Ultimate Edition then finding out that all of their friends and peers and stuff have managed to doubt because they bought it, got they did the download from the shop, the online shop, could get it for free. And then they have now since engineered that back out. So they the original blockers that they were talking <laughs> about, they've now put those blockers in, in place. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, congratulations, five oh five. You you are the twat of the week. Uh it's a it's a well, I would not say so though, in their defense is this is not necessarily something new. Like Bungie have been doing this with Destiny for years, where they effectively go, oh, oh, sorry, that game wasn't quite as good as we wanted. Here's a massive expansion. Oh, yeah. but if you want the extras, you've got to buy everything, including the content you already have. Yeah. It's it uh, like uh, uh, five oh five are getting quite a kick in for this, but this is this all started with Bungie and Destiny. Oh yeah, they're just so, the latest. In, they're just latest in a list of of, of yeah, AAA yeah, game uh, yeah. publishers of, of, other people users. being previously being twats doesn't diminish a new person <laughs> <laughs> no but all i'm saying is that 
Bungie are still twats. Well, we can give Bungie a shout out every me. week. We can just keep. We can just sort of. Yeah, yeah. I will. Don't you worry. It's, it's <laughs> never going to change. <laughs> We're going to move on to the last section. This is another new section which I have one hundred percent ripped off another podcast, which is the best way. Uh, this is the recommends and warns that I'm stealing from the Sincast podcast, which you should listen to because it's very good. Uh, and basically, what we're going to do is we're going to go around if anybody has any specific thing they want to recommend or warn or wreck a warn, which is where you maybe like it, but maybe not. Uh, and it can be anything. So we're not going to limit it to video games. It could be a TV show you're watching, could be a book you're reading, could be anything. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start with uh, a recommend. And the thing I quite like with this because. I think it will give us, it will, we'll be able to share stuff between us that we might, be, might want to go and play or read or do whatever, uh, and likewise the listeners. So I don't, I want it to try and be older stuff, so not necessarily new stuff that we'll cover in, uh, in the new games, what we're playing, but we're going to do old stuff or whatever takes your fancy. So I'm starting with a game that I actually got uh, for free because it was lent to me by Andy, which is Trials Rising on the Switch. I have always massively loved Trials games, there's there's something just like quite again it's maddeningly challenging at times and really frustrating but super satisfying but also like throw away and kind of mindless uh and you can get into like a flow kind of state when you're playing it a bit like when you do tetris or whatever um and so yeah so i've been playing that and it's it's actually got me using my switch again because i hadn't been using the switch very much for anything so trials rising a definite recommend and you could for a while get it very very cheap and i think you will be able to get it cheap now there's tons and tons of content in there including one thing that wasn't in the earlier trials games which is these uh they call them giga tracks and they are like massively long tracks where you play a whole level for maybe like eight minutes so you know usually they're maybe like two minutes or something the tracks you get these like eight and ten minute levels which are really cool to get into that like flow state and try and hook up all of these different techniques you've got it's very cool very satisfying trials rising thumbs up anyone else got a recommend or warn for the week john i got, I got a recommend and it's gonna be news to absolutely none of you <laughs> Uh, but I played a little bit of Dead Cells again uh, after not playing for a very long time, and it's still amazing. It's just, it's so good. Uh, really, again, kind of, kind of like the Sekiro side of things. It's just really satisfying when you get it right. Um, and uh, and I've been having some fun with that. So old, but um, it. They've got loads of like DLC as well, hasn't it? They they yeah. they they're putting out pumping out loads of free DLC for that game, and I and I, and I haven't actually been in and checked out the the most recent stuff. So I think it's been a while since I've ventured back into that. It's game. really so good. I it just adds extra good. levels and more weapons, which is all you want. Nice. You just want more of the same. Yeah. So. Yeah. I really need to play it. <laughs> have, oh, you, have you still not played so it? Good. Good. No, no, I haven't. Well, there it's you excellent. go. I need to. I yeah. think I think I've got it on Switch. I think I'll give it a shot on the Switch. I think that's I really I enjoyed it, it. and that's what I played yeah. it on. Yeah. yeah, it really suits the Switch. I think it I does. Think it Although really I had to it. play it with a D pad rather than a, an analog stick, but uh, that's yeah, just okay. my preference. <laughs> Andy, you got a recommend or warn? Um, yeah, I, I, I've, I've got a warn. I oh, think. Okay, good. Um, well, actually, do you know what? It's a re- no. Do you know what? It's a reco warn. Yeah, there you go. Um, is what it is, and 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 I'm sort of stealing it a little bit from from Scruff because um, he he kind of briefly mentioned it on the WhatsApp chat a while back, um, uh, and I downloaded it and started playing it. It's a game called Carrion, 
um uh, on yes. the um on the switch which is hilarious um it's so good has... why is it a record one i want to hear this it's a record one because ornamentation <laughs> no it, it's a record one because the so for, if, if for those who aren't aware of it you kind of play this this kind of like amorphous monstrous blob right and you can you fire out kind of tentacles and um you kind of you climb around like yeah i saw videos of it it looks insane it looks and it is insane and you basically you grab kind of sign like fleeing scientists and you consume them into your amorphous mass (laughs) and they cut they become part of you and you grow and you and you can you've got they can see like bones and like limbs and arms and legs in this kind of big bloody mass that is your body wow um lots of screaming lots of crunching lots of As you crawl it around, is, it's great. It is absolutely hilarious, and everyone and 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 the scientists are complete idiots. Um, and it's it's hilarious, but and it's a big but for me is that the the way that you're kind of when you tend you kind of fire a tentacle out to go and grab something, the screen goes with it, and it gives me the most unfathomable motion sickness. Oh, that I just cannot crazy. cope with. On the big screen, I I'm, I last about two minutes and I feel oh. like vomiting. Oh, um, I can play on the small screen for about kind of periods of about ten minutes at a time, um, and and that's it. But yeah, so it's a record one because it is absolutely hilarious. It's really really good fun. But if you are one of the poor people who suffer from motion from motion sickness in video games like me, um, it's one to possibly steer clear of. Okay, that's absolutely fair okay <laughs> i'm sorry that's a that's a very good warn to give people yeah I, I'm, I'm very fortunate in that i don't have motion sickness but yeah i loved the game it's short it's only i think like about maybe six hours at most okay. to get through the whole main story campaign so it, it, it's it's fun i have nice. enjoyed it have you got a recommend for us or a warn scruff Sure. Uh, recommend if you have not watched it yet. Has anybody watched Cobra Kai? Is that a thing no, over there? I've yes, seen it. it. I've yeah. seen it, but I haven't watched yeah, the show. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's karate. It's it's it's, bas- it's 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 basically the Karate Kid thirty four years later. So it's basically Johnny and Daniel, and they kind of reconnect, and their rivalry starts back up again, and. The way that the show is set up, it actually kind of makes Johnny almost a hero this time. Who was oh, the Johnny? Cool. Who was the villain in the first movie? He was the kid, you know, that Daniel had to beat up and defend his honor. And the just leg. the way that they've kind of set this show up, they've actually made it so that Johnny's kind of the hero. You kind of understand why Johnny did what he did in the movie thirty plus years ago, mm-hmm. and. It, it, it's 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 actually been a real delight to watch. We're about halfway through season two right now, and season three is supposed to be coming out soon. I think probably early next year. I think. Sweet. I saw I saw I saw the trailer for it. Um, it it they 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 throw a couple of gags in as well, don't they? There's there's definitely a, there's definitely a kind of comedy element in there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's very much a dramedy. It's very much one of those dramedy type shows where it it tends to be pretty serious, but they also recognize the absurdity of kind of, you know, continuing the karate kid 30 plus years later and yeah. you know, you know, that both of these guys, you know, are clearly in their 50s and still, you know, you know, doing karate and <laughs> 
you know, culturally appropriating Japanese karate culture and to, you know, California lifestyle. It's, 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 it's yeah. Nice. I'm going to have to give it a go. What about you, Manjul? What's on, the, what's on the recommend or warn list? How long have I got? You've got, <laughs> so, you've got, like, um, you've got like a couple of minutes, mate. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, right. I've got, like video game soundtrack so not okay. necessarily the game although the game's very good but honestly get yourself on spotify next time you're doing something where you can have music on in the background and get the katana zero soundtrack on it's 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 got this amazing synth wave soundtrack and it is absolutely brilliant you can just put it on while you're working or whatever it's just so good um all the other stuff that that i would recommend so uh I, I got into a bit of a Lovecraft kick after like giving up on Bloodborne. So um, I read probably two or three months ago, um, Lovecraft Country. So the, the actual book, and obviously that's come out as a TV series as well. Um, I'm not going to talk about that because I could fill an entire hour with what I've got to say about that. But um, uh, yeah. also I've gone back to um, Darkest Dungeon because it's just amazing. And then, linked into that i've been listening to a podcast called uh old gods of appalachia which is it's this southern gentleman who's talking about like sort of almost cosmic horror stuff from like around matt's area of the woods i'm guessing the appalachians aren't they and or appalachia i don't know how it's pronounced but um yeah yeah it's it's basically <laughs> a an anthology horror series but it's, it's all about like sort of lovecraftian evil and stuff like that, oh, that so it's really cool. what was that called again uh, Old Gods of Appalachia. Old Gods of Appalachia. Okay, that sounds very cool. Right, boys. That has yeah, it's been, really welcome. That has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you again. Uh, it's been it's been a long old time, and I think now we're going to try we're going to try and do one, one a month. Why not? Now that we're all doing it Sounds remotely, hopefully we can hopefully we can do it. Uh, so we'll see you in 2022. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Might see you physically again one day. You never know. It's going to be a while. Yeah, yeah sadly <laughs> it is. But we can all take solace in the fact that we can still play lots of games together and we can still record the Idiot Gamer podcast. So it's all good as far as I'm concerned. So I'm going to ask you uh, to say goodbye. Say goodbye, John. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Andy. Bye bye. <laughs> say goodbye, Scruff. So long. And say goodbye, Mr. Matt Angel. Bye. And it's bye from me. We'll see you next time on the Idiot Gamer Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>